Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Rogue Ones. Love, lust, and life. All matter of all things relating to those three topics. Welcome back, and I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Beware, this is not for the faint-hearted. And if you're under 18, you better ask your parents first. Because, to tell you the truth, there's a lot of sex banter in this podcast. Let the good times roll. These, these beautiful people are listening to this beautiful voice and the beautiful, beautiful voice of you, Ryan. Hello, friends. Uh, I'm sorry that the, I didn't live up to the expectation of beauty, but I do aspire. I do aspire. <laughs> hey, there's a reason there's a podcast and not a, uh, a video, you know, it's not like a YouTube <laughs> recording. Cause, yeah. uh, so you know what Tiger was saying to me? She was saying that... Um, she thinks that if we did have a if we did a video feed that we'd get more listeners. I said, "Oh come on, check yourself before you wreck yourself." <laughs> <laughs> she's loving it. She thinks she's she's all about it, eh? She's, oh. she's got she's a great woman, but she's got an ego, man. I'm telling you, mate. She's a good I, one. I though. feel like a video tutorial on how to make a girl squirt. I feel like you guys would go all right. I think you get a few views. <laughs> <laughs> We also joked about putting her uh, full details on social media, <laughs> and it probably launch her through the roof with all the uh, high quality humans that listen to this. Will be all over her like a what, bad smell, mate. That's what I was thinking. Like you could actually use social media marketing to target someone you want. So let's say you're trying to get a a specific age range of twenty two to twenty nine. And uh, you want them to, to have a job, you want them to be single, uh, have interests in certain things, you type it in, you target an ad showing you, and then you end up using the messenger uh, bot in Facebook. Yeah. And then you're away, mate. <laughs> none, of, none, of this, none of this running around the club hoping you'll meet someone, you know, it's like trying to shoot fish in a barrel, you know, sure, you'll hit a few fish, but... What are the chances you're going to get a blue cod, you know? <laughs> Is that what we're after? A blue cod? Oh, beautiful fucking fish and chips, mate. That's what blue cod... You know what they don't have in England, brother? They don't have blue cod. They got cod. No, it doesn't fly with me, man. Just a regular cod. Nah, mate. Gotta have the colours, mate. <laughs> Red cod, don't blue cod. Gotta have the colours. warriors, mate. Brother... Uh, yeah. All right, shut the fuck up about fish, man, because we've got girls to talk about, like, because we don't talk about girls very often on here. Um, so <laughs> I thought we should start with uh, uh, some fresh some fresh news, mate, fresh off the boat. <laughs> really, speaking of fish, mate, plenty of fish in the sea, <clears throat> fish off the boat, all those sorts of analogies. So Ryan's got a story, and here we go. Let's go, Ryan's story. Here it is. What uh, tell me about Ryan story. What are we gonna call her? Oh Um Animal names of course. You know how it goes, people. She's a fox, mate. Fox. All right. She thinks she's a lizard. Fox. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, this sounds nah. funky as shit already. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you know listeners, but I I've been a, a young connoisseur of the vagina for a number of years now. And uh, I've I've really I've really started to enjoy the freedom of you know cooking what you want, coming home when you want, 
And, you know, being with who you want, you know, you could be with Monday on Monday, Thursday on Thursday. And, yes. I, you know, deep down every guy, they're like, that's their dream. But then you start to realize you crave a deeper, stronger emotional connection. I know what you're saying. So there's this young lady. I started doing a course um, where it's actually to help you around dating and it helps you communicate more effectively and be more vulnerable. Because um, it... A big part of that is with girls, we sort of think we have to put on this facade and try to be this cool guy with good looks, money, and all this going on. But in actual fact, there's this weird intuition with women where like, they just know deep down that like, if a guy is being genuine and he's just owning it. For sure. So that's the whole course, and it sort of unravels your emotional issues so you can express yourself better. And then once you do that, then it teaches you how to be more aware of what they're feeling. Okay. <clears throat> So I went out, and um, that night, I just he did some work with me where I was just focusing on some inner trauma, and it was like heavy day. So I was just like angry and sad when I went out. That sounds like but a recipe I just embraced for it. shit. Oh, mate, it was awful. But the difference is you can, you can be at ease. Right. And, the hard shit's done kind of, isn't it? If you've already dealt with it on the same day, you, sort of, you can kind of go up from there, I guess. Well, it's not that. It's like whether you're nervous, angry, scared, or sad. If you if you accept that, and whatever the outcome happens, and you own that, then you don't feel um you can feel at ease, but be afraid. Kind of like the right. you know you you accepted your fate. It's confusing. <laughs> it is confusing, but like there's an example of this dude. Like he pulls like foursomes, threesomes all the fucking time. Beautiful girls, and um. He all he does is just—he's really grumpy. He's just a grumpy young guy, <laughs> and he just goes out. He just goes out as a grumpy old guy and tells girls he's grumpy and like just give a fuck. So, <laughs> just one know, of your mates, brother. You don't have any high. In- <laughs> <laughs> just one of your bros. <laughs> nah, this this one this is not quite a bro. It's a it's a it's a guru. Right. Shall we say Yoda? So, they, yeah, they do that and. So I was sad and grumpy, and then I walk over, and there's this like beautiful girl on the dance floor, and my friend introduces me to her. I'm like, "Well, this is going well." So it turns out they used to model together, oh, yeah, and um, yeah. he's interested in her friend. So, well, third wheel she is. So I start dancing with her, and she's impressed by my moves. She said, <laughs> "But this is like everyone the last... loves your fucking moves, brother." <laughs> I'm glad you're still yeah. rocking it, man. I was worried you might have lost it for a while. And, you know, I'm coming back to you. I want you to be pulling those fucking badass old school grind moves out when I get back. <laughs> Bringing it back. Bring it back. Continue. Nah, yeah. It is. It's an infectious endeavor. So, yeah, she's liking that. But I haven't talked to anyone the whole night. Just been a brooding little sad fuck. All of a sudden, I'm fucking in front of this dying piece, and she's friendly, and she can dance, and I'm just melting. I'm like, fuck, pull it together, mate. And as the um the last 10 minutes of the night, and then all of a sudden, the lights come on. I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. Oh, shit, I'm nervous. <laughs> so the light's on, so I just sort of walk in front of her, and then she asks for my number, and she's like, oh, I just put your number on my phone. And I was like, well, my phone doesn't actually work. <laughs> so um, we have to go, it's all going <laughs> let's go well. with Facebook. Oh, it's kicking off. <laughs> and then uh, 
Then there's a club nearby that's open a bit later. So I was like, hey, let's just hang out this club for a bit. And she's like, yeah. I was like, thank fuck. Yeah. Because, you know, when you get a girl's number, like, after 10 minutes and the next day, you're yeah. kind of like, what are the odds you're going to text back? You know, it's kind of slow, low. you know? For me anyway, real low. <laughs> for everyone, brother. <laughs> it's like Usually they don't remember. The emotional like, moment. They've just got a person's name in their phone. They've got no idea who it is. Yeah, because they're drunk. Yeah. I, I reckon, though, like, my mate has a theory that they live in the emotional moment and backwards rationalize. It could be men or women, but, like, they feel genuine in how they felt about you in that moment. Yeah. But when they're away from you, away from the stimulus, they're just like, meh, so many reasons not to be with Remind you. Remind me when you finish the story about a story that I've got relating to that that's also very fresh. Try and remember. Okay. Carry on. Okay, so I'm not texting you. Yeah. So, yeah, we're in the club, and then this fucking black UK lady sits next to us, and she's like, oh, you guys have a good connection. You should snog. I'm like, oh, <laughs> thank you, hero. Thank you. I, I, I didn't feel comfortable kissing because there's no vibe. Yeah. And um, so I didn't, and I was just telling her, look, I, I feel like we connect, but, like, there's not, um, yeah, I don't feel like there's that, uh, like, chemistry. There's something, some barrier. Yeah. So then, um... Then we, we hang out and then we go to get some food and then we walk in and then there's a Zimbabwe prince. And he just, uh, he suddenly, he's with his two mates. He's like, you there, I'll buy, I'll buy your food. What do you want? And he start. that's how Zimbabwe sound. <laughs> Zimbabweans. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know. If any of the listeners is going to use the, that new voice recording thing, show us what a Zimbabwe accent's like. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> so... So this random dude, even though I'm grumpy and sad, he's just like, I'm going to buy you guys all food. Like that whole night, even though I was feeling shit, people like real nice, they gave me gum or like would hug me and shit. It was, it was bizarre. Gave you gum? So <laughs> You're yeah, basing like, yeah, your like, genuine not, like, from people a distance, on their not gum. The fact... <laughs> yeah, they're saying you got bad breath. Yeah, bro. you're so like, man, these people are so nice. They gave me chewing gum. <laughs> Funny gum. Yeah. Free food and chewing gum, bro. What else do you need? Nothing. Like? Absolutely hell. nothing. Yeah, there you go. Go on. <laughs> um, so we get our free food and I'm acting awkward and the guy, the Zimbabwe guy, is like, you see, you're, you're, points to the girl, you're white, you're going to get served first and you're slightly less white, so you're going to serve second <laughs> and I'm the blackest, I'm going to get served last and that's what happened. Oh, <laughs> I was like, man. oh, fair cool. But then he pointed at me. He's like, "And you're 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 like a lobster. You're a beetroot." Because <laughs> I was just so nervous. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> I called you out on it. Yeah, I was like, oh, he's on. You were thinking right? ahead, mate. You were getting in your head thinking ahead. I, I was like, "What am I gonna do?" These two girls live thirty minutes north. So um, we come to the end, and then uh, the mate that was interested in the other girl, he says to the girls, "Oh, like, I'll just take you girls home. It's all good." We're like, no, 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 we'll get an Uber. And I was like, oh, how about I take you home, Fox? And um, old mate goes with that girl. And they're like, okay. So I ended up getting in the car, going to the same place as him. We're both driving 25 minutes, but we're trying to, we're both on the same wavelength. They're like, all right, we need to just have a bit of a, a koha, a bit of alone time. So, that, yeah, we end up driving, get to a house, and then we just make out, and it's, like, really intense. And, like, it just, I really like this. Well, at that time, I wasn't too sure because she wasn't, like, letting go and yeah. being super genuine. I told her that the next day. 
Um, and then yeah. we went on this date and I told her about the course and blah, blah, blah. And she opened up and I really started liking it. I was like, fuck, this is scary. And, uh, told her about the course and she, she just, she couldn't accept it. You know, she, 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 I said that I, I, I like, I want to still be able to flirt with women and sleep with them if I want to, like, are you okay with that? Blah, blah, blah. Mm. And obviously in that moment she wasn't. And she said she had self-esteem and she knew who she was and what she yeah. accepted and what she couldn't. And I said, fair enough. So she said, how about you do the course nice. and then come find me after. Next minute. Next minute, yeah. <laughs> Next minute. <laughs> that lasted about 30 fucking seconds. Oh, fucking oath did it what? Well, it lasted a week. <laughs> I didn't talk to her for a week, and then I messaged her at 4 a.m., which is always a wise decision. Mm. Yeah, and she started thinking, oh, he's just talked to all these girls, he's gotten home, and he's just, you know, Fuck. doesn't want to. What are you up to, mate? Paul, what are you up to, brother? You know better than that. I do, but I'm doing this course where you just, like, express yourself. Right. Um. So I was like, fuck. So I did okay. it, but because I had a feeling that she was just going to drift away and things weren't right. going to happen. So I, I took I took the bull by the horns and we ended up meeting up and um at four a.m. Nah, the another day like a, a few days later. Yeah. But just the more I got to know, the more I liked her, the more it scared me. And then I talked to the guy about the course. I said, "Is it?" He felt that I was holding myself back because of her and that I wasn't getting the most value. Um, and he feels like okay. I should change the way we do the course because obviously I don't want to like get with another girl like why she's around um and i agreed i was like yeah for sure and um he's like oh well we'll just focus on more internal things and how to express yourself more effectively with her and being vulnerable um yeah and i told her and we had like a real deep heart to heart and connected and she stayed over and um oy, oy, oy. you know i thought okay i'll give this monogamy a try we'll see how it goes but she ended up um She's just changed her mind today, like, so she stayed over last night. Yeah. And she changed her mind in the sense, like, she thought she'd, like, be so disappointed in herself that she stayed over, but she said she was sort of indifferent, um, and that she could actually be okay with just having casual. And she said she's more afraid that I'm gonna, like, she's gonna hurt me. Uh-oh. <laughs> so like, oh, she's probably fuck. right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not wrong because I'm putting, I'm like going, putting myself all in and being super vulnerable. And I know, like, it's not the most attractive thing and it can be needy and mm. it's like overthinking shit. Um, but it's tricky, yeah, isn't it? It's a hard balance. It is a hard balance. It's just, you know, I don't know what's holding her back. Is it the fact that I'm, I, I've never really communicated like this where you're just like completely all in vulnerable because. It's kind of overbearing. It's not that fun. Like, the sort of banter back and forth, like, they sort of yeah, earn the, yeah. like, the liking you part. It's fun. So it's quite weird. Yeah, and then it goes away with these serious chats. You know, sometimes I think, I think you're worse than me, but sometimes I think I'm in the middle of a yard and I'm like, fuck, I need to, like, just take this a bit less seriously. Like, <laughs> I'm just thinking, this is a... I don't really know you that, like, very well, and it's cool that we're having this chat, but, like, maybe we should just be fucking being idiots and jumping around together to begin with, you know? 
It's hard. I, I haven't quite figured that out yet. I think it's. I think when I check myself, then I just kill the conversation and then just do fun shit and then go back to it. I'm like, oh, well, this is all a bit serious. Let's do something ridiculous. You know, like if you're just chatting with someone at a bar or you're like, all right, enough chat. Let's go spin, <laughs> spin you around on the dance floor, you know, <clears throat> just to keep that balance. Because I think people do get um, a little bit frightened by shit. Like people aren't all like, a lot of people aren't like this. They're yeah. all, like us. They're real superficial, whereas we like to talk about meaningful shit. And but a lot of people are like, "Man, this is too much," you know. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Like, um, do you feel like do you feel like you like there was too much serious chat too soon? Do you think you might have scared her away, mate? Oh, for sure. Like, I'm really intense, man. Like, uh. I, most of my life have been real like overthinking real intense real in depth and it's given me really valuable skills but i learned from selling like people just don't resonate with it because yeah. it's, it's too confronting about who they are because a lot of their lives they're sort of um they're sort of just masking their own inner turmoil with like superficial shit right so if you're always like on it then it's like real confronting it's too much and they have to look within themselves so with her, like, I know it's not the, the right thing to say. And, like, if I was more chill and just sort of went with the flow, it would just be more fun than it would happen organically. Yeah. But in the same sense, too, if, if I if I do this enough and I'm overexpressive, then I feel more comfortable in it. And then there's not that neediness that goes with it. Right. So if you take out that neediness um, and then you're more reactive to how they're feeling, then it's, it's not a problem. But yeah, I, think, I can understand for her, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get so, it. So, do you think, I mean, this is, a, this is a bit shit, but it's a possibility. Do you think, like, she wants to go casual because it, like, was all a bit much and she thinks that it's, like, maybe not the best thing for her to keep it, like, to do, go down the whole serious relationship path? For sh- like yeah for sure it could mean a few things it, it could be one like oh she's being nice and she she saw things in me that don't quite fit as a long-term partner yeah. but she enjoys spending time with me um yeah right it, it could be that yeah i was too much too soon and it's like she just wanted to like ease into it um it could just be the fact that this course is in the back of her mind and she can't let go because she doesn't quite like something doesn't match up with who i am and, right, like, obviously, I'm not, I must be more invested than her because I'm expressing more than her, you would assume. Okay. But if she yeah. does, if she says, like, hey, look, I don't want to do this, fine. Like, I'll be sad for a bit and then I'll just be, I'll be at it life again, you know. I enjoy life. I felt fortunate to have yeah. a short time with her and, like, she's a great person. Like, I genuinely, I know from, from being that, like, too in-depth and too intense for most people, like, I know there's something about us and about her that like could really mm. work for us long term, but then people don't necessarily look at life with that same intuition. So you kind of got to be like, yeah. just got to ease into it. But <clears> I, I know deep down that fucking like this is legit, and she's just got some barrier that could fuck it up, and she misses out. Hmm. Um, but hey, that's life, you know. Another girl, another another opportunity, or you know. <laughs> Fish in the sea, man. It's okay. <laughs> Learning. 
It's all learning, I guess. But all right, did you did you make did you rip her clothes off? I I haven't told her like what we say on the podcast, so I can't go in detail. But let's just say she's 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 very good at what she does. She's like yeah, she's got it all, brother. Got it all. Nice. Fucking Jesus. Well played. Mate, I don't I don't know about this filters on the podcast sort of shit. That's not what people <laughs> listen to us for, mate. Yeah, we'll, we'll find a story for you. Don't worry. Um, we'll hit them with your story about the texting thing or the next day you said you had some. Um, wait, hang on. You haven't closed. What's, so what are you guys going to do now? Are you going to fucking see her again or what? Well, she just started messaging me before this podcast, and that, like, I gotta stick to my word, my brother. So uh, we had in this deep yarn about like she wants it just to be casual, and like while I'm doing the course, mm. and how she's indifferent right. about how she felt, and she's surprised by that. Um, right. So yeah, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I just said to her, "Look, um, I got this podcast. I feel like it's something we need to talk about. Uh, I'll talk to you soon." All right. My next question is, did you put in a good performance? Because <laughs> there's been some difficulties, mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't do my best, I didn't do my worst. So that's, that's improvement. Okay. We're in the middle there. Dude, hey, that's all right. That's all right. Doesn't matter. If it's not your worst, it's good. And the thing is, like, if you just have a good connection, man, it's, yeah. Doesn't it's matter a lot. anyway, right? Yeah. You can yeah, get them going just by um, chi, that energy, bro. Yeah, good <laughs> shit. Right, yeah, all right. So, um, have you? Does she know? Didn't you tell her the content? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Well, I just, I think I just told her once or twice now. Like, oh, Dude, yeah. I tell no gosh. one nothing, man. I'm too scared, brother. I say, fuck. At open mic, I stand up then on the stage and say, hey, you guys have got a podcast. This is what it's called. Don't ask me anything about it. Just fucking listen and never look at me again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think a couple of people from music start have started listening. You see, you put in a wicked show, mate. You do a real good performance and people, are, and then you tell them you got a podcast and people are like, I've got to fucking see this. <laughs> got to have a listen to this. So, this guy that plays it's funny. Mike, he must know some things. <laughs> uh, um, yeah so anyway I went to you're asking me about you reminded me about the uh, the texting thing and it's funny because um, last weekend I went to a place called Brighton for a funk and soul festival um, and it's anyone who knows England it's like south on the beach so the festival is mm-hmm. like on the beach like an hour from London anyway I was I was asking this guy this bouncer at a bar He's like, oh, I was just talking about how much it is to get in, da-da-da. And then I said, never mind, I'll go spend my money on something good to eat. And he says, oh, <clears throat> I said, mate, where do I go around here, blah, 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 I don't know anything. And these two girls come up, and they were not at all my type, man. <laughs> they were, like, pretty young and just, like, oh, they just weren't fly for me at all. They just... They were trashed. I think they were like on something. I, I didn't know what was going on. But <laughs> anyway, I'm talking to this guy and one of them says like, oh, where are you from? And I'd said, and then I just kept talking to the guy and I can hear them loudly being like, oh, get that guy's number. Dude, like get it. What are you waiting for? Ask him. And I'm standing like right next to them, but I'm just talking to the other guy and I'm like, guys, 
what the fuck? This is not a secret of conversation. I'm literally standing here. Anyway, I didn't address it, and then she's like, oh, and then she ended up, both of them ended up asking. <clears throat> this is fucking funny, man. So I gave it. I was thinking, you guys, there's no way you're even going to remember me, right? Next day, I went out for breakfast, and I was on my own. <laughs> I went out for breakfast, and I was, Brighton's pretty big, man. Like, I think there's probably, like, um, four or five, 400,000 people maybe live there. And uh, so I, I go into this little cafe, and I sit outside, and these a few girls and a couple of guys turn up for breakfast as well. And I was thinking, fuck, I definitely recognize two of these girls. And I was thinking, how the fuck? Like, I've seen them this weekend. Where was it? And they sit down next to me outside this group. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, hey, I know you guys. You guys are outside patterns <laughs> last night. And they were like, they were like, wait what and i was like yeah you like we were talking shit and i was talking to the bouncer and they were like oh fuck i remember you and I was, it was so awkward <laughs> i never heard from them either way but i just and they were like ham they were wrecked they were just like <laughs> zombies the, them and their friends were just like zombies out for breakfast had a fucking bender <laughs> and i was just like this is so funny that I've run into them in this exact same spot. Knowing that a text message gets you nowhere with anyone ever. Just thinking like, this is this is fucking brilliant, the circumstance. And sure enough, never heard, never heard from them. Which was fine by me. I was quite happy with that. But they did have a conversation about... Um, being an escort, the group of them were talking about not like prostitution, but like just going out on dates with guys and getting paid to do it. And I was thinking like, that's, a, that's quite a sweet gig, you know. Like everything, people just, you, you know about this, bro? Like people just pay for, for yeah. it to hang out with them, basically. Yeah, my ex used to get offered a lot of money to potentially do that. And a lot of people, they don't, apparently a lot of people aren't in it for the sex. They just like the company, like rich businessmen. Which is, like, I was thinking, fuck, mate, should we get on it? Should we do it, go out with rich, uh, rich, <laughs> rich old women, mate? Fuck, I can't even hold down a girl that wants for free, mate. You're like, fucking bucks. He's already trying to run, mate. You can't even hold down one where you're paying for dinner. <laughs> hey, worst case scenario, she paid for, um, fucking, what was it? I said to her, I was like, well, if you decide to never see me again, at least you brought me a fucking vegan burger. Yeah. Nice. I didn't lose out completely. Look at you eating a vegan burger. Was it good? Yeah, mate, it's pretty good. She said it tastes like me. I was like, mm, that's a push, but it tastes good. Tastes like you. <laughs> no, I didn't taste, yeah, it tastes Oh, it tastes like, like meat. I thought you said it tastes like me. <laughs> oh, oh, jeez, that would have been a short date. Fuck, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that would have been funny. I thought you said me, not meat. That makes a lot more sense. A lot more fucking sense, brother. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you're with us now. Welcome Mate, to the party. Anyway, the whole fucking point of getting you on this podcast 
now that we're about five hours in, was to talk to you about my situation because you're, you're my guy when it comes to advice. And I figured, I actually thought people who listen, there's probably quite a few people who have been in a situation where they've moved overseas and lived somewhere and had a good life and now they're essentially being forced to go back. So I thought we could just talk about my situation and then I wanted to see what your advice was and like how to deal with the challenges that I might face and that other people may have faced already. And this is a, probably a good opportunity to say that on this podcast now, guys, you can click a link under the description, which will take you to a place where you can leave us a voice message. <laughs> oh, we'll nice. listen to it and and perhaps we'll play it on the podcast. We can talk about it. So maybe you guys have got a similar experience to what I have. And Ryan, you've lived overseas as well and come back. So I thought it was like a perfect thing to chat about and might be helpful, hopefully helpful for me and others. So um, a bit more of a, a bit more of a, like a, a serious vibe to finish off this episode. But uh, I guess Fox was kind of a serious topic to a point. I thought it was going to be a bit more gruesome, but you've done the whole, you've stitched me up live and done the old, I'm not giving you any details. That's what Tiger does to me. That's what happened on our last episode. There was like five minutes where she's like, oh, she's trying to think of stories because I put her uh, on the spot. Poor girl. Nah, mate, don't worry. I'm not, pressure makes All right. diamonds. I ain't crumbling. I just limited in the scope of which I can communicate. <laughs> Throw me in wherever you need uh, to. I forgot what the theme of this podcast was, but I'm ready, my friend. I tell you what, <laughs> I I should be more limited. All right, anyways, go traveling. I'm listening. I, I should be more limited because the the reality is I end up getting in the shit kind of often, and Tiger is often like she's not even having none of it. She's like I'm only listening when it's her her and I talking. She's like, other than that, I'm not fucking listening. <laughs> <Smart>. <laughs> I say you're safe, baby. You're safe. Smart. Keep doing that. Um. <laughs> so anyway let's talk some shit so obviously like i'm living this i've been over here for two years and i have to go back to new zealand because my visa expires and <clears throat> i'm in this kind of predicament in my own head and i think and i'll talk about how this is kind of coming together for me and making me feel a little less scared and like apprehensive and uncertain but i I've had such a good time over here, but I've done it in such a different way to the way I lived. Like, you know me pretty good, and you know me how I was before and what I'm like now, <laughs> and the type of lifestyle yeah, I live. So, like, for example, even with sport, all the sports I did in New Zealand, indoor netball, basketball, motocross, um, agility with the dog, none of those are even in my life anymore. A little bit of basketball, but not really. Um now I'm like rock climbing and break dancing and it's like consuming my life and I'm fucking, and I love the, that it does, you know? So I'm, I'm just living music. Music is another thing that wasn't even a part of my life. Um, and that was, that's on the, if you're interested in li listening about that, it's on the previous podcast. I did a, went solo and did one about harmonica um so guys Mouth check open. that out mate you should have a listen it's not bad and uh yeah so all of these things are so different um 
I live in a crazy scenario where I live in hostels and just bounce around and meet all types of people and super transient. And that I'm quite looking forward to that phase of my life being over. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's going to be nice to just go home to the same fucking place every day and just chill and be able to, like, set up shop, you know? Because, fuck, like, you've done it. You've done it a bit as well, and you just get... Just like having somewhere to put your clothes, man, like hang them up in the wardrobe. It's going to be nice to have that kind of thing back. But I'm quite apprehensive about um, basically transferring the life that I have here. Like I love my job. My job's amazing. Um, and, And my life balance. I think the biggest thing for me is life balance. So like I work in the afternoons. I don't do many hours. I mean, I get paid well here. I don't get paid a fortune, but it's enough to live comfortably and I work weekends, a different job. But it's it means that I can do all the shit I love in the morning and at night. So play music, go dance at night, <coughs> rock climbing during the day, pretty much every day. So that balance is something I've never had and it never, because before I used to, was obviously I was doing building, so I had to fucking get up early and, crack a dawn and go for the full day and I'd have the evenings, you know, late afternoon evenings and I just felt like quite, I guess, consumed by work and when you get away from that and you realise like what kind of, um, how different life can be with their others with a different balance, it's like frighteningly attractive, I guess. So I'm just thinking like about how to, What's going to happen when I go back? Because I'm moving to a new city. Same city oh. as you, mate. Shit's going to hit oh, no. the fan. Fucking danger. I know. <laughs> danger. <laughs> man, I don't know what's going to... Some shit is going to go down. I'm afraid. The most thing I'm afraid about is what the fuck is going to happen <laughs> when I come back. If, uh, you got to stay a free man till I get back, <laughs> mate. I don't know, brother. She's, she's throwing me these curveballs, my friend. I could be if a free you get man. on lock, I may not be a like free man. Two weeks I before I get know. back, I'm gonna kick your fucking ass. If you get, if you get back, if you, if I get back in two weeks previously, you're fucking shacked up, brother. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be spitting fire, mate. <laughs> 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 uh, don't worry, I got, I got some boys so, for yeah. you. They'll, they'll look after you. They'll take you under their wing. That's true, it's, mate. It's too close. It's too close, man. You can't do it to me now. <laughs> we've, we've made it this far. Wait, you, <laughs> Just keep it non-monogamous for a while. you come in August, are you? June, July, August? Uh, yeah, bro. End of end of August, I'm back. There's plenty of time for me to fuck it up. So, I fucked it up in two days, brother. It's fine. We're... <laughs> <laughs> she went from wanting monogamy to uh, saying, oh, can we be casual? Oh, bro, I've never had Brother. just the reins in someone else's hands so effectively. I've just, like, given everything, and she's just like, oh, I'll just, you know, I'll do this on Sunday at the blah. I'm like, fuck, I'm not used to this. But, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> so um, your question is, how do you transition from after traveling and enjoying life? Have you asked, are we at the advice stage? Right. <laughs> That's right, yeah, we're at the advice okay. stage. So you've done it. And you live like a pretty fucking crazy different life compared to what you had before as well. So, uh, how do what's how do we do this? How 
How do other people do it? How do I do it? What? How do I make this well, work for me? There's always this interesting thing. When I met a traveler, I always say, are you running towards something or running away from something? And there's exceptions. Right. But most of the cases, that's true. Either they're running from what they had in life or they're trying to find purpose. And um, the interesting thing, when you travel, you, initially you're like, freedom, no responsibility, amazing. I can go to hostel this day, hostel this day, be with this person that day, another person that day go travel like go to another country like that and it feels like this amazing thing because you can always do what you want you never have to stop and think but the reality is uh, over time right. it starts to seep into you like the having your own space being independent having purpose having something on the rely on you all the things we dread at home is what we start to miss when we travel so when you yeah. the, but when you come back from traveling is when you suddenly like you, you're confronted with your own emotions because you don't have that immediate stimulus. You feel trapped. You feel like you can't do what you want to do and you're not sure what you want in life. So when you get back, I mean, there's no doubt this fucking post-travel blues. But <laughs> <laughs> you've got a harmonica so you can play it. <laughs> well said. Thank you. But that that's um that that's reality. Like you'll feel a bit shitty. But the the main thing is what traveling show you shows you if you did it right and truly did everything you wanted, is how unfulfilling your life can be if you don't have a purpose. Right. So the good thing about coming back and feeling shitty is one you you actually have to have everything on point. You have to have good people around you because you're more aware of it because you can't do what you want to do. And you have to really go for what you want in life, your purpose, because these emotions come all of a sudden. So for sure, yeah. The thing about coming back from traveling is, one, you had the freedom to go any direction you choose. Maybe you need to get some money. That's important. But like this is, <laughs> this is, this is where you've got the confidence to do new things and you're not trapped in a routine. So actually when you come home, this is the best moment you have probably in your life aside from like a significant breakup to actually do something drastically different with your life like to do something you yeah, were afraid cool. to do because you had the comfort of routine but now you have no no comfort now you all you have is what the fuck do i want you know yeah so that's what For i sure. say yeah come, that's good good point yeah so the advice would be come back feel sad it's normal do the things you want to do catch up with the people but then like once you hit that funk fucking use it to do something you really want and take risks Massive risk. Yeah. Because you can, yeah. That's good. And, and I tell you what, one thing that um, I was actually really ap- like much more apprehensive um, when I realized how soon it was that I had to come back. And I feel like now the concept of planning has made that... Um, it's taken a lot of weight off of me. So like I've really thought about what you're saying kind of in advance, I guess, like now's an opportunity to do anything I want to do. Um, The, obviously the reason I'm moving to Auckland is because I have a lot of family there, specifically my brother and sister, and I want to build a stronger relationship with them. So 
that was the main drive to moving back to that city, which is good because it's a fresh start and it's an um, opportunity to get to know, like, to spend more time with you and, like, everyone, like, in the family, like, Nana and all those types of people. And because it's the biggest city in New Zealand, it has a lot of opportunity. So it's not, it's like a much downside scat version of London, um, which, like, for example, I'm planning on being a nanny when I come back <clears throat> because... If the job is the same, I can essentially figure out all that other balance stuff um, around that and essentially transfer those things that I love about here over to home, um, but just in a more long-term sense. Like, <clears throat> Especially with music, you sort of think like, fuck, I'm here for only two years. It doesn't matter how successful we get as a duo or whatever, it's all going to come to a, it's all finite, you know, whereas in New Zealand, that's where I'm from, so it doesn't, there's no timeline on anything, which I think I'm really going to enjoy. Like I could push, I could push really hard with music if I wanted to and see how far I could take it without having that constant reminder mm. of a time frame. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, I mean... So I think planning, planning has really made me feel a bit better about it and and it's probably helped me get excited about, uh, more excited about coming back. Well, like when you came back from Aussie, did you, did you have like a, a bit of a plan? I came back twice. The, the first time I came back with a girlfriend. Um, yeah. The first time, I don't know. For good? Or like, was it intended to be long-term or not? Coming yeah, back? yeah, that was it. I guess that was the only, yeah. I, so with her, I hadn't seen her for five months. So it was actually, it was the fact that, wow, I've worked towards what I truly want in life. I've really got it going. It was different from, like, coming back from, like, traveling and being an idiot. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so I guess it's not the same context, but, yeah. But when, when I... So did you, you came back with her, you came back with her, and did you come back with a <clears throat> intention of staying, but then ended up going back, or like, did you have a, did you have a plan the first time you came back, or the second time, like, did you find, that, or did you just come back and kind of follow your nose, or? Yeah, well, the, the second time is when I came back with her, and um, I've actually had been so structured and driven and focused that. I was actually enjoying just spending time with her and not worrying. Um, the first okay. time I came yeah. back, um, I don't actually remember. Like, I don't know what what happened and how I felt. Yeah. But I just remember... Did you come back while you were with her or not? Hmm? Did you come back with her at, at the first time or not? First time, no. Uh, I, I think... I think the thing for me, it wasn't the fact that I came to New Zealand. It was the fact I chose a place to stick it out because we started living in uh, Cairns, Australia. So yeah. that would be more realistic. We're being like, okay, I'm not going to travel anymore. I'm going to focus on my career. And okay. that's when I, I was shit scared, had no plan. She was coming. So I was like, fuck it. i got to make this work. So I just, um, yeah, I just went for it and had a plan. So yeah, it did. Yeah, it helped for sure. So you had a plan, like, but for Australia rather than for New Zealand. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. All right. Yeah, and I think I think the main 
like we're all gonna suffer like we're like the nature of the world is it's chaos and chaos creates chaos so you're always going to be faced with hardship but you need a reason to suffer and you need a effective way to uh, minimize it which is the planning you know yeah right that makes a lot of sense probably personally as well um yeah, bro. So if you if you have a bit of a taste of what you want, like just start thinking, like, uh, what are some things I could try immediately to, yeah. you know, work yeah. towards it. Um. Yeah, for sure. And I think like the it, it you have to. So for me, I have to think about the positives. So if you focus on if you focus on being thinking about the things that you're that you're excited about or that were are different from here that will make you happy or all that kind of stuff it makes it for me i've found that it's making it easier to because when you're excited about going somewhere new you kind of check out and i've said this to you like with my job i haven't checked out at all here i'm still very much focused on doing the right things with the kids and all that, but it's a bit, it's different. Um, everything else, like, is particularly music. For for quite a while there, when I was in that phase of just being like, shit, man, I've got to go home. What the hell, how the hell am I going to make this work for me because my life is fucking beautiful over here. So for music, I was thinking, like, well, what's even the point now? I'm not going to forget how to play. So, and it's not it's now no longer working towards anything because everything just shrunk like the whole everything seems to just shrink when you've got that time frame so Mm -hmm. for quite a while i found it hard to enjoy music and that's come back um you sort of just accept the fact that you're going and live in the moment and then it's sort of like and that allows you to still enjoy it and then enjoy the prospects of what you can do with it in the new situation so um and especially with woman man like woman and music i just checked out like woman more so than than music actually and that's been like a, so tiger and i hang out pretty often i basically checked out on on, <laughs> on meeting new people and because i just i don't I mean, we've talked about it on here. You and I have talked about it heaps. I don't want to keep having the conversation of like, oh, I don't want a monogamous relationship. <laughs> I want to be free spirit, blah, blah. Dude, what's the point, man? I've got like a month and a half left. So now it's like, I'm very, I'm different now. I'm like, hey, guys, like, if some, if a chick's keen and it's happening, um, since I went to that fucking soul festival, I've met a bunch of girls who all, funnily enough, live in London. <clears throat> and they all seem super nice. Um, but I'm just straight up saying before I even see them again, I'm like, Hey, I'm just, this is just like a bit of fun for me. Cause I've only got six weeks left. And if that's not cool with you, that's totally fine. Um, I just need you to know that this is not going anywhere, you know? So it's much more, there's much more firm. Like you cut out, you there? if we oh, have yeah. a good, I'm here, I'm here. Um, it's just like much more of a, um, if there's a connection, then I'll go ahead with it. If there's not, then I don't really see the point. No, I'm not in it. For, I don't. I'm not in it for just a sex. Like Tiger and I have fucking great sex anyway. So, what am I really searching for? So I've just 
what I really like you and me both, what we really want is to be in that good solid relationship and it's just less and less realistic that I meet that person here now and I feel like I've almost um for a kitchen reference, I guess you had a wet you had a wet tea towel and you've wrung that shit out, mate. You got all that fucking water out of there and that's how I feel like I've treated London and treated my relationship with woman over here is just I've I think I've got a really strong picture of what I want so if I met that person here it would just probably fuck with my head so I'm just <laughs> yeah. um because it's just so complicated in such a short time left so oh, I'm man, like you, you know what it. just you don't want this life <laughs> oh I don't know yeah fuck but, mate you're gonna shit gonna hit the fan I'm telling you right it's gonna be I fucking I don't know it's just crazy Maybe because I was just so soul-destroying the last relationship. I'm not used to being just such a fucking little loser, emotional chode. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a bad thing. Like, you're doing this course and it's like helping you become that. But you you were saying you don't think it... The need you think the neediness goes away from that having those when you had those chats as a like freely, but I'm not sure because the woman can still take get the wrong impression. You have to be careful how you word and how you say things, yeah. Otherwise, so, mm-hmm. people can be like, Whoa, you know, even if it's not needy, they can still be like, Whoa, this is like a lot, yeah, it's in, in a short period of time. It's a two way street. So, as I say, the first thing is expressing yourself, the second one is feeling her. So, for example, let's say you're talking to a girl in a club and you say to her, look, I know you're surrounded by guys. I felt incredibly intimidating, but I just thought you were cute and I, I had to say hi. And you say genuinely how you feel. And then she's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And and she's sort of like not that interested. And you're like, look, like, I feel like you, you maybe just want to talk to your friends and I'm an, um, uh, impact, like negatively impacting you in yeah. some way. And she's like, yeah, look, you seem nice. I just want to spend time with my friends. So it's like yeah, acknowledging what they feel too, like being aware and adjusting yeah but still just understanding that what you say is enough the social awareness bro if you go on and on you're just shitting all over yourself so many people would as well that's what i was saying before like i'll get halfway through a conversation and you can feel it you know you can feel that vibes a little bit off or like they're not 100 percent focused and it's like oh no let's just go let's just talk some shit and have some fun for a bit and then (laughs) when you're more when we're both focused we'll talk some serious shit you know yeah, nah, it doesn't um, have to be serious, bro, for sure. Just, like, say what you yeah. feel and then just have some banter, talk about dead puppies if you want. <laughs> dead puppies? Quality it's, banter, mate. Uh, I talked about the abortion law to a girl. <laughs> um, it was, like, a couple <laughs> was weeks Was it in back. America where they changed it? Yeah, Current it was, like, it. real fucked and, like, I'm real against it. Initially, I thought it was hype and, like, everyone was just being like, oh, this, this pill is so crazy. But then I read it, I was like, yeah, that's fucked. So I, it's I was Alabama, put, isn't it? Yeah, makes like sense. Like even rape and stuff, they they say you can't have an abortion. Right. Yeah, it's a crim- It's a felony. It's a criminal offence for you to have an abortion. Not the fact that the clinic won't provide it. The fact that if you do it, like you you get charged, like a serious charge. Wow. That's absurd. It's like the fuck. Yeah, and yeah, if you get raped by someone and then you you can't abort the child at all, like not. Not just like after a certain period, just like not at all. Like, it's crazy, mate. I don't understand. 
there's some at least there's only one state, I guess, man. You can go out the outer state and have it, I suppose. Yeah, but even then, there's like one clinic sort of thing. Like, it's not a whole lot of accessibility. So you think a poor person yeah. that feels like they can't have a child or they're raped and they're not in an emotional state to like have the, to overcome that much of a barrier. You know what I mean? Like, it's one thing to have an abortion and deal with the emotion of that, but then also having to like drive or catch a plane or put yourself in financial hardship. It's like, it's fucked. Like, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I decided call. to talk about that to a girl, and I was just like, "Yeah, it's, it's a good thing, no way." And I was just like, "Fucking, <laughs> just like winding her up." Tool. Yeah, yeah. And it was fine. Did it go bad? I was joking, huh? Did it go bad? No, I went alright. Fair play. Yeah. Did you have any luck on the weekend? Bro, I'm, I'm, I haven't talked to other girls. Um, okay. Like, with the intent of anything, because, yeah, I was just confused. Like, I, I like uh, Fox, and I'm... Thinking about Foxy, yeah. Yeah, but or now Foxy she wants lady. casual, so do I go out and, like, try and fucking meet a girl? Like, <laughs> what do I do, bro? Salaya! Uh, <laughs> Back to it, brother! Mate, I was so looking forward to just chilling, spending time with a high-quality girl, getting a better night's better sleep pattern, working hard on what I'm doing, and just, you know, having some great sex, but... Fuck! <laughs> Wasn't to be, man. Wasn't to be. Wasn't to be, my friend. All right, let's fucking wrap this one up on that note, eh? This yeah, was been good. Evening. Um, have you got any more? Have you got any more points to add, mate? I just thought like we kind of oh. talked about making that transition easier with planning, and uh, do you think do you how, you think there's quite a few people who had the same struggle? I think it. I think pretty much everyone. Yeah. Everyone, for sure. Who's travelled and lived abroad for a long time. Those itchy problem, feet to move around, eh? Well, the problem with those people is they just travel again, and they never address the bullshit. Mm. Mm. Front it so up, I guess. they like, happy, it. unhappy all the time. Right, yeah. They don't learn how to make, find the balance. Yeah, they go over there, spend all their money, come back, be poor, have a shitty life and do a shitty job they don't want so they can go and feel good again. Yeah, it's almost like uh, <laughs> a bit like drugs or alcohol, I guess, in that sense, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah 100%. it's an addiction of, but I guess you travel offers a lot more than drugs and alcohol, in, in my yeah, personal I mean, opinion. <laughs> yeah, so it, it broadens the mind for sure. Like, that's why I mean, there is a third option where people just—that's their purpose. You know, they enjoy traveling; they get value from it. Like, as long as you're honest see. with yourself and you're not bullshitting yourself then yeah but the, the only right. point i wanted to make right. was that um that we've we've got on a bit of a roll here with the one star rating if you want to get under that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um we've got we've got we've we're doing well basically is what ryan's saying on itunes we've got one rating um i think we might actually have a second now and this is going to even out the playing field to a <laughs> massive 2.5 starts because our first review ever. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We love our listeners. One star. <laughs> One star. You guys are great. Second review, five stars. What more can I say? And it definitely did not come from Tiger. <laughs> she did not give us five stars. Uh, yeah. 100% it was not her. So thanks heaps, guys, for uh, supporting the cause. It made me feel 
um, slightly shitty for about 10 minutes, and then I proceeded by recording another one immediately, <laughs> um, which I thought went kind of well. Um, you would have you would have listened to it by the time this one gets posted, so uh, all well and good. Uh, keep those five-star reviews coming in thick and fast. And, uh, mate, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Thanks for that. I think uh, I think that was a, quite a productive episode, that one, I feel. I feel like I'm going to, uh, the more, I think the more, I think just like thinking more, you know, and just, just processing the change, like before it happens. I think that's a big thing for me. Just processing it yeah. so that it's, uh, that it's not such a big fucking surprise when I get back or any of that sort of things. So. Yeah, sprung. Yeah. All right. Well, thank, thank, thank you listeners. And, uh, yeah, give, keep that 2.5 star rating going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right mate the best take care and uh tell all your friends guys don't forget i know you guys are sick of hearing me say this but you've got to tell your friends because i can't tell mine <laughs> and neither can ryan and neither can anybody who's on this damn thing <laughs> yeah, point. all right brother talk soon yeah,